Hello and welcome to Grace Unscripted, where we share stories of the people in and around Grace Church without any script, just real, raw stories of life change through Jesus. I am your host, Audrey Wallace, and today I get to speak with Shanda Gobelli. And something that I learned about Shanda in our conversation is that she is the daughter of a lioness and a sailor. And that might sound a little weird, but listen to the episode and you'll understand what that means. But ultimately, Shanda is a daughter of God and she deeply knows him. She knows his word and she shares something so special with us in this episode. And I want to make sure you listen all the way to the end where one of the most treasured moments for me in the history of Unscripted occurs. And I think you're going to enjoy it too. Welcome Shanda to the Unscripted podcast. Thank you. I'm so glad that you're here. I think that, um, you know, God put you here. God put you in my life. I know that. So I'm excited mm. to learn more about you and share your story with our church and all of our audience. Um, I'd like to start with probably the first thing that people think of when they get to know you is, can you pronounce your name for everybody? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Shanda like panda. Shanda like panda. Got yes. it. <laughs> you will never forget it. Use it if you want to. <laughs> awesome. Well, Shanda, um, there's another thing that I think that people would want to know first thing when they meet you, which is about your accent. So would you yeah. like to share that with us? Yes, I'm actually from another country, Audrey. Oh, okay. So, yeah, um, not really, <laughs> but I do have a God-given accent. Okay. I really believe that. Mm -hmm. um, not many other people believe it, but mm -hmm. I sure do. Um so, yeah, I, I have several palsy, okay. um, which is which is not a sickness, but it just is a condition okay. that affects my speech and my movements. And so I get to give us a really cool wheelchair. <laughs> it is pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, so it affects your speech and your movement, but you've got a lot of power and personality and, mm. you know, everything else fully functioning within you and your heart is so beautiful. And I know mm. that that's what God has used in you. While you mm. can use your toes, you can certainly use your spirit. Amen, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, you know, early, early on in life, mm -hmm. um, and I'm so grateful for this, that, that God really has given me the, the wisdom, I guess, mm -hmm. to know that what is on the outside, it doesn't last. Oh, yeah. And it isn't the main part of us. Okay, I like that. So, but what is eternal mm -hmm. and powerful in Christ is on the inside. It's on what we think about and what we set our mind 
too. Um, mm-hmm. It's me that always been in Christ. That's beautiful. Well, let's rewind here. Is this something that has been part of your life since you were born? Yes. Yep, it has. Um, I was, yeah, talk about going back in childhood. Yeah. Uh, in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I was born three months early. Okay. So I sometimes joke and say that I'm only half baked, <laughs> but <laughs> but that that excuse doesn't go very far. Yeah. So, but yeah, way off way off the bat, we had some problems, and so what? So what? Party is 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 that is oxygen. Um, being deprived of oxygen. Okay. Like at the birth. Okay. Um, so the parts that were, you know, oxygen deprived mm-hmm. are the parts that, you know, my speech, mm. my mimics, um, my balance. Mm-hmm. Um, but... God, don't you love that, but God. <laughs> yes, that's the best phrase. I would love that. But and I have a lot of those mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. So, but God determined in his grace and goodness to leave my heart intact. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know? And, and, you know, out of our heart comes the wellsprings of life. That's so true. So, anyway, I I do like to preach. So you're going to have to dial me back. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here for it. Bring it on. Awesome. Okay, so that is, like, literally the first days, it sounds like, of your life. Now, with your um, parents... Um, tell me a little bit about them and what, what it was like with them raising you. Yeah. <clears throat> well, yeah, we, um, my, my mom was a lioness. Lioness? Ooh, tell me more about that. You know, just about uh, giving me what I needed. Okay. And... You know, I kids in my schools, mm-hmm. you know, and um, if I wanted to switch or transition from special education to, like, uh, being the only student in a high school with a wheelchair, mm-hmm. I wanted to make that transition between junior high and high school. Okay. So she fought tooth and nail for that, mm-hmm. and and it it came to be. Mm. And so that did one of a thousand, mm-hmm. you know, things that she was always on my side. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, my dad. 
was a um, sea captain. A sea captain? Yeah. That's a, that's a profession you don't hear of every day. <laughs> he, um, he always had love in sailboats. Okay. And so he grew up on Tripwell Lake. Okay. That's so cool. it was in his blood, you mm-hmm. know, and so... When it's the Navy, and then when he became a Christian, I was maybe nine or ten, and he turned his love of sailing into a ministry. Oh, wow. Tell me more about that. So he began um, a sailing ministry called Be About. Okay. So, like, be about your father's business. Mm-hmm. Um, so he would take, you know, um, kids that were hurt, that were hurting and evil in the system. He would take them out on sailboat rides. Mm. and teach them how to sail. And, you know, mm-hmm. But most of all, you presented that gospel. Mm, that's beautiful. And uh, I mean, so yeah, I think you know, and my dad and mom always treated me, and my sister, with the same expectations. Uh-huh. Later, I think. Okay. So, Is your sister um, older or younger than you? A little younger. Okay. So, yeah, and so we grew up together just a very inaccessible environment, mm. actually, like physically. Um, Do you mean, when you say inaccessible environment, like the world around you, like your home was accessible, but the world around you was inaccessible? Is that what you mean? Well... You have right. Okay. So the world around me was inaccessible, but also my actual home. Okay. And I don't think anybody thought of it mm-hmm. back in the day, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I will look back and see God's grace using that because from a very early, early age, I I needed to learn how to how to adapt mm, I see. to my environment mm-hmm. rather than expecting mm-hmm. my environment to adapt to me. Yeah, that sounds like some resiliency training early in life. Yeah. It, I think it kind of happened by accident, mm. you know, like not for God, but like for us. Mm. I don't think my mom and dad sat down and did a table talk about, you know, okay, this is how we're going to transcend that. Mm-hmm. 
But God knew I would need that, mm-hmm. you know, down the road. Mm-hmm. And that you would persevere it because that's a yeah. special gift to be able to see that as an opportunity for adaptability and resiliency yeah. and not feel crushed by that, you know. so Yeah, yes, yes. And not that I knew it then, mm-hmm. but um, I did my, my share of whining and crying okay. and groaning. Yeah. But, yeah, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You can see the gift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what did that look like in your childhood? I mean, you're in this, like, speedy mobile here today, <laughs> but I can't imagine that's what you had as a kindergartner or an, even in high school. I, yeah. What was that like for you? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, yeah, you know, I... Back, back, you know, in the older, older years, I would um, have physical therapy mm-hmm. and on the walker, and, um, and I remember my mom sewing a patch on the back of my jeans, mm-hmm. like on a pocket. Mm-hmm. That says slow moving vehicle. Oh my gosh, your mom <laughs> sounds amazing. <laughs> yes, hilarious. It, it, yeah, so to your point, you know, I haven't, you know, I still don't. You know, I don't mm-hmm. always do things or say things or, you know, at quick. As the average bear. <laughs> but again, what a gift. Mm-hmm. Because people with me have to slow down uh, too. Amen. It actually really is soothing. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh. I, I, I do appreciate that. Um, so, you know. The physical side is one thing, but as you said at the very beginning, the outside is not what lasts, it's the inside. So I'd love to understand more mm-hmm. about your inside, what your passions were growing up and what they've materialized into today. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, all on again, God gave me this that hunger and love for those scriptures. Mm. For what would you say you were when God caught your heart? Is it just always a part of your life? Or was there, a, you mentioned your dad becoming a Christian. Was that, is he a Christian your whole life? How, how did that, how did God meet you and how did you meet him? Yeah. We, um, yeah, I was seven years old and back year Bible. Oh no, VBS. Okay. Casey Bible School. Yes. Um, and we had these incredible neighbors. Okay. Because we were not a family of believers yet. Okay. But these neighbors were incredibly used by God to just accept us, our family, because we didn't look quite the same as the, I don't know, typical baby. Mm -hmm. And 
but they were not intimidated, mm-hmm. and they would come up and greet and make a brownie. Then, mm-hmm. but but they were so instrumental to getting us over to BBS. Okay, my mom came as well, um, and so what. Yeah, at the end of the week, I I really did realize that God loved me, and you know Jesus died for me, and I I want I want that. Oh my word! Thank God for VBS and oh, for a seven-year-old child without that yeah. upbringing to see that within a week, and for neighbors yeah. that bring brownies and bring Jesus and everything in between. Yeah, that's wonderful. It really was. And so that began, you know, family's journey. So you, you know? accepting Christ at VBS started something for your whole family. It did. Okay. Yeah. I'd love to understand that more. Well, the local, the local church mm-hmm. that we went to VBS, they really started with our neighbors. Mm-hmm. But then the church itself, the members, that we even at VPS, the volunteers, were so kind mm-hmm. and accepting mm-hmm. and <clears throat> just did everything they could to include me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I didn't have a speeding wheelchair. I had this old clunky, clunky, aluminum thing, mm-hmm. you know, that didn't look cool at all, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but yet, when I was there, I, was, I belonged. Mm, that's so important. Oh, and so for myself, God used that, but even I think more powerfully with my mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Because as seven year old, you you just know either you like it or you don't. Yeah. You know, but for my mom, not even for herself, but to. Um, to what to see her daughter with a disability yes. being embraced yes. and and having fun yeah. and not being made fun of. Mm. Wow, that's something to capture a mother's heart. Yes, and it did. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so me, mom, and then. Jen, my sister, and then my dad was actually last. Mm. So, yeah. So, but but the scriptures mm-hmm. um, really, really penetrated even, my heart. Even when a, you were young? In an early age. Okay. And somehow, by the Spirit of God, I believed, I, I knew in my heart, maybe not in my mind yet. Okay. Um, 
that this was where God wanted me to live. Mm-hmm. In it would. <laughs> I was like, do you mean in Akron or where do you, where yeah, he wants me to live? Like, what? <laughs> he wants me, wow, I've never thought about it that way. Like, where am I going to live? Akron, Chicago, New York, in his word. Yeah. That's a really cool thought. And that meant I got to live inside. Mm-hmm. Which is where the goodness happens, like you said. Yes. Yeah. Now, mind you, but I just thought about that, like, at this very moment. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like I knew, like, for decades that that was what was happening. Mm-hmm. But that, that was it. Mm-hmm. God was... God was beckoning mm. and like alluring mm-hmm. me. Pursuing, perhaps? Pursuing. <laughs> <the best. laughs> yes, he was. Mm-hmm. And so, with that, you know, studying with God and reading, like, uh, Voraciously, I just can't help myself. Um, It's really, really been this sweet spot. Okay. You know, I love people. I love talking, obviously. Mm -hmm. I love serving, ministering with other women. Mm -hmm. But all that comes out of this sweetness mm-hmm. of time with God and His Word. What's cool to think of being on this side of you is how much I know you love people and how much I know you love sharing your story, speaking, and being um, you know, out with, with crowds and all that stuff. So to know how much you love those things and how mm-hmm. much that shines, but to know that there's something even more than that in probably like your secret quiet place and in those treasured spaces, like to know that that's even more is is so cool. And I want to understand it better because if you say at seven you accepted Jesus and he captured your heart through scriptures, I'm not sure there's many people in the world that would say that, that through the scriptures at what, first, second grade, you know, and I'm sure that it evolved over time. But, but what did that look like for you? Did you just sit and read? Did you... Um, study, like, uh, what was that like for you? Oh, I love that conversation. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, well, a couple of things about that. But for one, I have never been willing to take notes. Oh, wow, I wouldn't have thought of that. Okay. So... I memorized. Mm. Sounds a little bit like the early church to me. Mm. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Mm-hmm. So I I look back now and I think, oh, thank you, God, for just drawing me in such a powerful way because in this time like between like say maybe 12 to like 
I don't know, mid-teens. Mm-hmm. You know, it, when we all struggle, you mm-hmm. know, with acceptance and sure. belonging sure. and um, being cold. Yeah, I know <laughs> that feeling for sure. Yeah, I had none of that going on. Really? You know, and... Um, I shouldn't say it that way. I had limited experience mm. in um, because I had both only been in special education, mm-hmm. but then I would get mainstreamed mm-hmm. out to some subjects. Mm-hmm. But my my belonging at that time felt more in the special ed mm-hmm. than it was outside of it. Mm-hmm. But I knew that when I got home, you know, no matter what the day would bring, mm-hmm. and I still think this way, that when I get home, <laughs> you know, Yep, I kissed my husband. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, and spent time with him, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then the night get quieter. Mm-hmm. You know, and just see that mind down on people and just uh, memorize and. Pray, mm-hmm. pray those scriptures. Mm-hmm. Now I hope we talk more about that one because, okay. yeah, <laughs> jot that down. down. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But yeah, Joe, as far as like how it actually like happened, I think just <laughs> it was so much easier for me to memorize rather than write it down. Mm-hmm. That would became my go-to. Mm-hmm. So you have the, you have a lot of scripture memorized then. Oh gosh, are you gonna pop test, pop quiz? <laughs> <laughs> wait, what do you think, folks? Should I should I get out my Bible and <laughs> test her? Put it to the test here? No. Um, yeah, how I does do. That... I do actually. Wow. Yeah. So would you say I I got to witness somebody recite the book of Philippians once, but from memory, he, he's a man who just had memorized several books of the Bible, like the books of the Bible, mm. which is wild, a wow. wild gift. Um, but it did like plant a little seed in me. So, you know, there are obviously the coffee mug verses that are memorizable, right? And very joyful to memorize. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, things like that. And then to expand that into maybe the chapter mm. and, or the, you know, and into the book. What does yeah. that look like for you? Do you have little snips or do you, do you have whole sections memorized? Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, my husk, this sounds nerdy, but <laughs> I'm a nerd when it comes <laughs> Own to it. scripture. So, <laughs> yeah, but I just, I, I memorized the book of James. Wow, okay. And that, Probably saved my life. Wow. Okay. There sounds like there's a little more to unpack there if you feel like sharing. Sure. 
because it's always been that way now. Mm, like trials. from then mm-hmm. until now, it's like well, as you know, as a teen or whatever, you know, there were a lot of opportunities to feel bad. Mm. Or to have self pity. Mm-hmm. Not because people didn't Love me, I mean, I had so much support and love, mm-hmm. and but there was just some things that you know that other kids can do that that I could not, yeah, yeah. and that was just how it was, mm-hmm. and and I, I mean, looking back, I can almost see the pull. Of the enemy. Really? She's like, come on, come on, mm. you deserve a little bit of what was me. Yeah. And I really believe that at that point, it was just like on crossroads. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, you know, Joshua says, you know, choose life or choose death. Mm, yeah, you had a choice. You know, and by God's grace, I, I chose life as far as not, not sinking down into sure. depression or self-pity or mm-hmm. bitterness or mm-hmm. Take your back. Right, because it doesn't seem like a choice when you think about your choice if you have cerebral palsy or you don't. But right. it is a choice, which could be Satan's ploy, right? Like you, right. this happened to you, and therefore you righteously deserve to all these things that you said, the woe is me. Yeah. And um, so and that would be his trick. And therefore you're a victim. Right, and you have yeah. no choice there, but you were wise yeah. enough to, to see that there is a choice, which... Sounds like came through scripture, through Joshua, it a prophet did. of old who still speaks today, right? Absolutely. And the word of God is so living and active, mm-hmm. sharper, you know, than anything to edit forward. And it is able to the soon, but that thoughts and attitudes mm-hmm. of my heart. Mm-hmm. And I've, also, I've I've had three surgeries in my life, mm-hmm. but I undergo a heart surgery every mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That double H sword is so good mm-hmm. and so gentle, but yet persistent. Mm-hmm. You know, but God knows that I need for that day. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Well, we we could all be only be so lucky as to receive that gift of what you're explaining here, mm. right? And that's what the enemy wanted to not have you see or realize yeah. in your life is that this yeah. isn't a gift. But like I'm sitting here thinking, wow, it would be wonderful to have a gift to, to slow down, to like truly rely on his word and mm. to have the opportunity to memorize because I don't have the opportunity to take notes. Like I'm, I'm so thankful that... 
you saw it those ways and that you've lived mm. it out those ways. So as he captured your heart and you're memorizing scripture, your mom is advocating for you in school. And then like, what did you think your future was going to be when you graduated high school? Did mm. you go to college? Did you want to go to college? Did you want to go to the mission field? Did you want to be a stay at home mom? Like, what did you, what did you think that, you know, yeah. the usual American thoughts <laughs> of a high school or what, would, what did that look like for you? Yeah, well, that's what, that's a, that's a good thing, uh, a great thing about being a citizen of heaven mm-hmm. and not only of America. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I never had all-American mm-hmm. dreams. Mm-hmm. They were too small. Mm. Oh, come on, come on, yeah, talk more they, about that. <laughs> yeah. I, for one thing, don't give me too much credit for that because I don't think I really had the option. Mm-hmm. But at that point, you chose I didn't it. know. You did yeah, choose it. Yeah, I didn't know I didn't mm-hmm. have that option. Mm-hmm. So I can't think counts. But I put my mind on, and you know what? This is not like a rose garden, mm-hmm. like this wasn't a linear climb. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, I had plenty of moments, yeah. you know, but in general, mm-hmm. like on the average, mm-hmm. um, you know, the thing that this life mm-hmm. were actually really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a lot of them were, were good, mm-hmm. and you know, and God used some for good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like living for the weekend, or mm-hmm. you know, um, hobbies or sports, mm-hmm. even. Um, you know, those have no appeal to me. Okay. So, but, okay, so back to your question. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, later on in life, my mom and dad shared with me that, like, they really thought I would live with them. Like, okay. Visit, yeah, indefinitely, yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, no way, mm-hmm. no way. But okay, mm-hmm. I didn't say no way to them, but um, yeah. So yeah, after high school, like I got into the regular high school in our hometown, mm-hmm. Ashland, okay, Ohio, and. They gave me six months to kind of like um, just not preparation, but just to see how it worked out. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, with, with a lot of help. And, you know, by God's grace, I was able to graduate with honors. Wow. That's amazing. And not take notes. I have crazy? a feeling you've been blowing uh, expectations out of the water like that a lot in your life. Mm. Well, I don't know about that, but I do have my quotes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my my abilities that God gives me, and I guess what one of the other really great things about um a woman in on what you what God made you to do. Mm-hmm. I would be able to do that mm-hmm. because if God didn't make me to do it, I'm not doing it. Yeah, that's. A good I just didn't have the ability. Yeah, yeah. It really, yeah. like you said, hones you in. It it yeah. gives you that laser focus on what's yeah. actually important eternally. Yeah, and even what brought me joy and what brings me joy. Again, this is not a perfect journey. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll hit the rocks mm-hmm. in a minute, but you know, to not have to apologize for sitting down mm-hmm. all the time. <laughs> like, I did get to do that, and there's a lot of downside to that as well, but. I don't get accused of being lazy. Mm, wow. I don't get, you know, feedback like, why aren't you doing more? Mm. Like physically? Mm-hmm. No, I could use that mm-hmm. to my own advantage, but that would be using people. Mm-hmm. And it would not honor God with mm-hmm. how He had made my life to be. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, but I think we, you know, I think as I was able to hone in on academics, mm-hmm. you know, and this, but that takes a lot of focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I did have the notebook mm-hmm. for notes. Yeah. yeah. I had friends like, Craig, mm-hmm. you know, remember carbon paper? Yes, carbon paper. Yes. The carbon copies. Yes, carbon copies. Like it was a mess. I mean, yeah. but my friends, you know, if I asked, they would do it. For notes. That's how you got notes at school? Yeah. It's carbon paper. Yeah. Wow. And, and I did math on a typewriter. Wow. Just thinking of the lack of technology, even like it's hard to yes. go back in our minds as to what that looked like. To not have even a computer, accessible keyboard, swiping, you know, touch keyboards, anything like that. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, okay, I can read, I can memorize, I can study, Mm -hmm. I can pray, I can love. Mm -hmm. I can reach out to people Mm -hmm. and not always wait for them to reach out to me. Mm-hmm. That was the huge thing that came out of my love of scripture. Mm-hmm. 
everything connects mm-hmm. to that. Um, so it's really common in that and the disability community do kind of collapse inward. Okay. Collapse inward. Say more about that. Yeah. Um, to, to focus inward mm-hmm. and to not initi- initiate. Oh, I see. Okay. And to not, you know, reach out because they might not reach sure, back. Sure, You're like, avoid the pain. There could be pain on the other yeah. side of this. Why would yes. I inflict that upon myself? Yeah. Okay. I never got that memo. <laughs> <laughs> just another thing that I love about you. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, and there were some hurts, you know, on the other side of that. Initiation, sure. but but the the joys and that the friendships and my marriage and mm-hmm. none of that would I would have had that mm-hmm. in the same way mm-hmm. at least and so now I am a fanatic mm-hmm. about initiating. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful you know for that. that. <laughs> I think that that's something that I will say, I think especially women, at least in my circles, really um, fear and mm. and don't have the same um, maturity in it or resiliency that you've worked for. You know, it's like you said, it wasn't mm. easy, mm. but you overcame certain things and just set your mind mm. toward that. And it sounds like it's done well to serve you. So, um, yeah. you know, we were talking a little bit about dreams and you graduated with honors and you're, you know, what <gasps> yeah. do you think, you know, how do you, how did you go out into the world and what were your aspirations and even relationally, like the people that you met? Yeah. I did. I did go to college. Um, okay. I did. You know, I did well. Um, uh, yeah, I did well. Not as well because there were so many other things to do now. Mm-hmm. When I went away to school, you went away to college. Where did you go? Wright State University Wright in Dayton. Oh, okay, yeah. Four hours away, oh and I had never been away from home. Oh, my word. Ever. Wow. Good for you. I didn't think anything about it, <laughs> honestly. Like, but I look back, and my mom was, like, devastated. I'm like, okay, see you guys later. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every parent has a hard time sending their kid off to college, but I imagine your parents oh, were just God. blown away. And you know, that that began actually that began their lifelong, um, my lifelong um, that they had to let me go. Mm-hmm. I mean, could I, was it, could I have it any other way? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Now there's a little bit of stubbornness in it. I'm, I'm well, noticing it. Yeah. I'm picking up on yeah. that. But I think righteous stubbornness and like stubbornness can be used <laughs> by God <laughs> to do accomplish great things. You yeah. know, it's what you do with that yeah. piece of your character. And the holy, mm-hmm. holy mm-hmm. stubbornness. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, I mean, like, like every kid, you know, I didn't give my mom and dad enough credit mm-hmm. back then. Mm-hmm. You know, most kids don't. Sure. But I just, I needed the freedom to see what I could do. Mm-hmm. And what, you know, and... God had always God had already become my my number one helper, mm-hmm. my first responder. Mm-hmm. You know because I would go to him mm-hmm. first, yeah. and that was such a powerful stillness, mm-hmm. a powerful thing because that's how my dependence. Sure is focus on God and not other people. Mm-hmm. Although I'm very dependent on other people, mm-hmm. but not before I'm dependent on God. Mm-hmm. That's a really big thing. Right. Independence is beautiful, and except for one, and that's for God. We want to be dependent on Him. But right. Right. And then happy to accept help mm-hmm. I had to learn that mm-hmm. you know I I I had my pride too you know and um but not really like we have like why in my hand to the pride when it's not even helping me mm-hmm. you know like I I do need help or I'm not gonna make it through this Life, sure. Basically, so that that was a big, you know, this graciously asking for the help I need. Mm -hmm. I learned that that is a gift to the other person. It is. It is. People, do you hear this? It's such a gift when you ask for help or receive help. Like freedom to do that. It's. It can be hard to receive help. And if there is pride going on mm-hmm. in a way, it is not worth it. Mm-hmm. It is so not worth mm-hmm. it. And, and I think it builds connection. I, yes, absolutely. It doesn't stay the point of connection. Mm-hmm. But initially, mm-hmm. you know, I, I could get away with what most people wouldn't even think of doing mm-hmm. as, as far as, like, initiating mm-hmm. and, like, oh, yeah, come on over, you mm-hmm. know, and um, I, I own drive, so mm-hmm. I, I mean, I minister with women mm-hmm. of grace. They know they come on over with their coffee mm-hmm. and my really fun, sweet office mm-hmm. in my home, and we just have a blast. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. Yeah. Well, you've talked about a lot of relationships, and you've mentioned twice 
your husband. <gasps> and I'm yes. so curious to know how you met him. And what wow. You, what okay. is your love story? Oh. Well, definitely wasn't smooth okay. at the beginning. Although, at the very beginning when we met, we have known Tim uh, 42 years. 42 years. 22. 22. I was going to say, that doesn't Not even that seem mathematically way. possible, but 22. Got yeah. it. Um, Thank you for repeating that. So, yeah, 22, and we've been married for 13. Okay. So, we were were volunteers together. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was on staff of Johnny and Friends Mm -hmm. um, at the chapel in Akron, and... He volunteered with a ministry. Mm-hmm. So we did a lot of ministry together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he he worked with our wheelchair ministry okay. as well. Um, but he also volunteered for the prayer team. Oh, right, to the core of your heart. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh, and... You know, there was some complications at the time, just, you know, timing and, um, and I, I had been married before. Okay. Um, and he, he was just in the middle of a, of a divorce. Okay. So we were very, you know, we were Besties, you know, but with you know, we both knew that was all it would ever be. We thought, okay. So you know, fast forward, you know, two or three years actually, we just kept building our friendship, mm-hmm. and so. And he he was not put off by my disability mm. at all. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not not at all, but mm-hmm. you know, um he kept saying that he found me fascinating. That's a good word for you, Shanda. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh okay. That I could get used to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um so we um but was it too romantic? The bumps got bigger. Mm, I see. That's, you know, that's and a common trend. Bumps getting bigger as things yes, get romantic. Yes. It complicates mm-hmm. the things. But yeah, it was just, God, just, here you go. It's okay. Grab a little bit farther, take one more step. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. And. Mm-hmm. For both of us, mm-hmm. we had to learn how to trust God with each other mm-hmm. because we both knew we we didn't want to trust ourselves. Mm-hmm. We had done that, yeah, and we knew that was a dead end, mm-hmm. and. So we dated for you know. 
bothered two years, um, you know, on and off, you know, and finally she would just look at me and say, I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to take that, but I'm going to run over your foot because I did. I was just oh, fed up with, like, okay, I'll be on all yeah. off. What are we doing? And... Probably God calmed us down, and mm-hmm. um, New Year's Eve of oh. 2009, okay. we got engaged. Oh, wow. Sounds fun. And we thought, well, you know, maybe in the summer, and like, by February, we were like down the aisle. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. But You're, again, wasn't... determined, persistent. Yeah, <laughs> Get it done. <laughs> well... It wasn't like we didn't know each other, mm-hmm. you know, and we needed that that time. But then, once it got to that point of the point of knowing mm-hmm. that God could use us together more mm-hmm. than apart. Mm-hmm. How ha- has He done that? Um, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. He, um, we are a team, we are partners, mm-hmm. we um, Tim loved me mm. and tried to depth mm. in such a deep way. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it, mm. it's just a reflection of. Christ's love for the church. Wow, that's beautiful to see. And I do my best to be submissive, mm-hmm. but I still got to work on that part. But still running over <laughs> his toes every now yeah, and then. <laughs> yeah, keep in line. Yeah. But so he is the most beautiful story, mm-hmm. you know, in my, oh, the one of the most beautiful pieces of my story is Tim. Mm. Yeah. And the love, like you said, knowing how deeply he knows you yeah. and loves you, which w- yeah. it is the picture of Jesus knowing and loving the church, even though, yeah. right? Even yeah. though, even though we walk away, even though we're imperfect, yeah. he loves us. And that's what it sounds like the gift that Tim gives to you as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He's so good with me. And, and he would say the same about mm. me mm-hmm. with him. And, uh, you know, just being able to do ministry together mm-hmm. is other countries. Yeah, you um, mentioned, well, I know you said you went away to college, but I know you've gone away to many other places. Do you yes, want to share a little bit about that? That was just the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, back as a teenager, I really felt the the sense, the draw of the spirit to spend my life in ministry, mm-hmm. you know, in the mission field, and, mm-hmm. you know, and 
I didn't know what that would look like, you know, at mm-hmm. the age of 14. I unpicturing put me on a camel. <laughs> a yeah. camel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got Sahel does the, oh, yeah. you know, at the missionary. I was okay with that, actually. Wow. I didn't really know what that meant, but um, but I had some discouraging advice mm. um, from a pastor. Mm-hmm. A pastor, actually. And I think it was compassion, but it really was pity. Mm-hmm. What he said to me was, your life is going to be so hard as it is, mm-hmm. I, I guess with my disability, um, that, you know, he would not advise me to, like, mm. go after, uh, to pursue that dream. The mission work, okay. So, I look, yeah, well, you ain't God. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, like uh, I didn't say I'm out, of course, mm-hmm. but just that sense of, let's see what God says. Mm-hmm. And that always points me back to the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Whenever people ask me, just about anything about God on my walk or Oh, is there the problem? You know, I I counsel women. So, you know, my favorite phrase is, let's see what God says about that. Yes, there's a whole book about it. Yeah, (laughs) Sydney Six Yeah, so, yeah, so that did not stick, thank God. Mm -hmm. Like, it just, like, rolled way off my Mm -hmm. back. And, Again, I felt God interfere mm-hmm. because that could have been a point of Absolutely. bitterness. Absolutely. And I have excuses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's a powerful voice in your life for a pastor to say that. And I think it's important for us, and as we mentor people and disciple them, to remember the power of our words. Yeah. And, um, and I'm thankful that that led to continued resiliency rather than submitting, because you said Satan yeah. would pull at you, and that was an opportunity where you could have just laid down and let yes. the lion catch you. But and nobody would have thought one thing about it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, good. Okay, good. Like... Mm-hmm. But it, it added fuel to the fire instead. So what did, it where did, did that lead you? Yeah, because again, the word of God was in my bones mm-hmm. like a fire. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I've got to let it out or mm-hmm. I'm going to explode all over people. So, yeah, go to college and then I got involved with the Christian student ministry on campus and mm-hmm. so that began my my time of ministry and it the more I did the more I loved it. Mm-hmm. The harder it was that seemed the more I loved it. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Um yeah. So 
fast forward that I graduated um, from college with a BA in communication. I love that you have a bachelor's in communication. I know. And the really funny part is I specialize in public speaking. Yes, yes Lord. Oh. <laughs> Like, what is going on? <laughs> and, but from the day, from day one, it didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Well, my whole life didn't make any sense mm-hmm. without God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love that. Yes. It's you evidence. It's I love evidence that. that we get to witness. So, yeah, so I didn't know what I was going to do with that degree, um, but God did. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I went to work for Johnny and Friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so Johnny and Friends, for those that don't know, yeah, if they've not heard of it, can you explain what that is? Yeah, it's... Um, it is a, a global... A global disability ministry mm-hmm. started by Johnny Erickson Tata. Mm-hmm. I think it still is the premier, mm-hmm. like, top disability ministry mm-hmm. in, in the world, mm-hmm. actually. So, I, yeah, so I did about four years of on staff with, mm-hmm. with them and with, with her, and I, crazy stuff, I got to share a platform with Johnny. Wow. But also, there was, there was this, we were in Wisconsin, and, you know, I was there to do a breakout session, and Johnny was the main speaker. She got sick oh. that very day. That that night uh-huh. was the main yeah. gig. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, Johnny said, get Shanda. And she'll, she'll do it. Do the main keynotes. Oh, my word. And, um, and I said, absolutely. Yes. And then I called my dad, like my physical dad and my heavenly father mm-hmm. all at once. Mm-hmm. And I remember telling my dad what was going down. Mm-hmm. And... She's like, honey, you've been preparing for this your whole life. Yes, you have. Wow. Because I'm like, I don't have any notes. They're like, I never have notes. Mm-hmm. What, what's the big deal? Yeah. <laughs> and so that was a really, a, a really poignant um, point, you know, mm-hmm. just like, yeah, um, God, I've always found God to be faithful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course, yes. Yeah, and, and yeah, and he, he doesn't, he does, but he doesn't, it could probably Sure, for. he's already there. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so yeah, so it it happened, mm-hmm. and it was really fun, and um, got to talk about you know the the full friends that brought the Pillai friend down to the roof mm-hmm. to the Pedidos, mm-hmm. and how. God used that disabled man mm-hmm. to bring his full friends closer to Jesus right. as well. Plus the entire audience and some of the Pharisees yeah. and all the onlookers. Yeah, I mean, it was like God, God ordained an appointment. Mm. And that's how I felt. You know, mm-hmm. and just and that's how we all, you know, I want everybody to really didn't know that, like, ministry is a mutual thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we are blessed when we, are, when we bless others. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's mm-hmm. that reciprocal, you think you're giving, but you're getting. You think you're getting, but you're giving. Yes. Just like you said with asking for help. You're actually mm. allowing someone to use their gifts. Yeah. Amen. Let's let's do that more and yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I think that that's a perfect picture of your life and mm-hmm. and the um, the I don't know the sort of the spirit just comes to mind and how you've uh-huh. talked about that that it's um, you know sharpening you. And you get to use it to sharpen others when when you're doing it well and fully and focused on it. And um, I think that I can see so many, I heard recently the phrase winks from God, like so many winks (laughs) from God in your story and the way that you continue to surpass expectations, whether it be stubbornness or perseverance. Um, I can certainly see those things coming Mm. through in your life. Is there anything that you see coming next for you? Well, you know, Tip and I have found a home here at Grace. Mm, wonderful. We we love it, and I know everybody here does, mm-hmm. and as, as it should be. Um, but I um, Yeah, you know, I was a staff at another church for a long time as well, and I oversaw the disability ministry at mm-hmm. the church, and I loved it. But I was ready for something else mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know it yet, but I found out that it was women's ministry. Mm, okay. I'm not done that before. Yeah. I mean, I have, like, indirectly, mm-hmm. but not full focus. Mm-hmm. So it's been so wonderful. Like, I just, I get to do everything I love. Mm-hmm. Everything you're gifted for, all coming With together. precious women. Mm-hmm. So... What are the things that came, come back, came out of my love of scripture is to also teach it. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I don't want to collect knowledge. True. That just puffs up. Yeah. You got to pour it out. That isn't love. Mm-hmm. Love, love gives, mm-hmm. you know, to the very last drop. Mm-hmm. So that's my dream mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. is to, you know, everything that God has allowed me to soak in to my life and in word. Mm-hmm. It needs to pour out. It needs that Well, I'm glad you're doing that here at Grace. And I know Mm. you lead things with women leaders. And then also even a new class that you're doing. Is that on anxiety? Did I hear that? It is. Mm, Yeah. Gosh, what a necessary topic right now. Yeah. It's called overcoming anxiety Mm. with with scripture and with praying the mm. scripture. Oh, come on. That sounds amazing. Oh, I know. It, uh, it is. I mean, because when we pray the scriptures, we know or read. Yeah. It penetrates. Sure. The soul and spirit, and it talks, it, it speaks. Back to God Mm -hmm. in his own language. Absolutely. It's his words. They have to be perfect. And if you can, whatever that trigger is, you mentioned earlier that Satan would whisper these things Mm -hmm. and hiss these words. And okay, so let's take scripture that is going to speak to that, not your words. So you don't have to wonder if they're perfect or not. They're God's words. So they already are perfect. And when Jesus was tempted by Satan, what did he do? He quoted scripture himself. What a perfect picture that he gave to us. So Mm. it sounds like, are you going to be talking through certain scriptures that have helped you and and then how to pray through them? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. So I was looking for a curriculum, you know, for this and, you know, not. You know, long before I even mentioned doing it, yeah, I didn't like find any that really resonated with me, mm-hmm. and I wanted to be fully in. Mm-hmm. You know, I was going to teach it. Sure. So, you know, I heard that look or saw that God wink, mm-hmm. like, yeah. I want you to write it. Oh, my gosh. So this is a Shanda original. Well, I'm God. Sure, sure. As a vessel, (laughs) right? You're the channel to get his word into our ears. But the curriculum is the word of God. Mm. Mm So, but the praying the word of God is really such a powerful practice Mm -hmm. um and but like anything new we need to learn how to do it and there isn't any one way at all but just to get into the rhythm Mm -hmm. of transitioning from reading it you know for the the meaning to 
making it your in your bones, like you said, so that there's a fire inside. Beautiful. I I know I'm not the first one to think of this, and you know there's a lot out there about this. but for me personally, it has really elevated. Mm-hmm. Like it has stepped up mm-hmm. the, the. It has increased my love mm-hmm. for the Word of God and for the Son of God. Mm-hmm. And our father, who, I mean, he did so good. Mm-hmm. So as we pray, like breathing, yes. breathing in the word of God. Absolutely. So it's a work in progress, like everything, mm-hmm. but I'm excited to share, with, share mm-hmm. it with women who are brave enough yeah. to yeah. join me. Well, I think that the same work he's prepared in you to prepare this, he's doing work in the hearts of the people who will come mm. and receive it. And it's going to be the answer to the prayers that they've been praying. And uh, you don't even know that yet or the ripples that that will have. And that's the mm. stuff that we get to participate in that is so cool, that tapestry that we don't yeah. see the behind, the weavings behind, but we get to see yeah. the beautiful picture as it plays out. And it's like a glimpse of heaven, you know, just the space wearing thin between here and on in yes, heaven. And, I love and that. that's the best part of life. So, it is. So. Shanda, I'm so glad to know you more deeply now. Mm. And you're a beacon of light that comes into the room when I see you at church or at meetings and things. So mm. I'm so glad to know you more. I'm glad that our church has the ability to know you more through this mm. podcast. And I hope that it is touching people in ways that they can um, see the passion you have for scripture and see the way that you can relentlessly pursue that. You can relentlessly pursue people, relationship, your dreams, no matter what may hinder you, what mm-hmm. things may hold us back physically, emotionally, um, that there's some, it's so many possible things. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Let me share my favorite scripture. Oh, please do. As we wrap up. Yes, please. It's Psalm 7326. Okay. You want to say that again? Psalm 7326. Okay. My flesh and my heart may fail. Mm. Say it with me. My flesh and my heart may fail. But God. But God. But God. (laughs) But God is the strength of my heart. But God is the strength of my heart. And my portion forever. And my person forever. My portion. My portion forever. Mm. So let's say it together. Okay. Psalm, Psalm 7326, 
forever. forever. Mm. Okay, now I'm going to pray that for you. Oh, thank you. Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you that though my flesh and my heart may fail in this life, God, thank you that you are my the truth of my heart. That you you strengthen the weak. Thank you that when we are weary, you are strong. When we are weak, you make us strong. God, thank you for your word. Thank you for the life that you breathe into us mm. through the words of your heart. Yes, Lord. Lord, I pray for those who are listening to the podcast, God, that that everything else will fall away. Yes. But Thank you that your word never returns void. Thank you. That it will that it last forever. Mm. Heaven and earth may pass away, but my words will never pass away. God we anchor ourselves mm. in the word of God. Thank you for the promise that our flesh and our heart will fail in this life one way or another. But God, but God, you never fail. Thank you so much.